You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Kenny Ortiz. This is Theology for the Rest of Us coming at you from beautiful Central Florida. Thank you so much for taking time out to listen to today's episode of the podcast. So glad to have you. This is episode 244, and I'm going to be answering the question, will people from all denominations go to heaven? Great, great question. Uh, this is a great question because it really touches on a variety of uh, a variety of areas of theology and Christianity. So, uh, so it's sort of related to a lot of different things, which I think is really helpful. This question came to me by email from a regular listener by the name of Elizabeth. Elizabeth and I have corresponded quite a bit uh, by email, and I've, I've gotten a chance to answer some of her questions and also respond to some of her previous questions on the podcast. So I've done some episodes in the past in response to her uh, her questions, and she just she sends me lots of questions, and she's a really uh, a really thoughtful uh, listener, really just real, a good critical thinker in a lot of ways, and I really really appreciate that. Uh, so she really just kind of just posed the question, you know. So is it plausible that people from all denominations go to heaven? If not, where's the line? You know, at, at what point are you embracing a belief or are you embracing a particular doctrine that could keep you out of heaven? Uh, and again, this is a great question. Um, I'm going to answer this with a simple answer that might offend some people. And then I'll kind of unpack it a little more and I'll give a, I'll give a pretty significant caveat. Um, I'm going to say this, and this is the part that may offend a lot of people. It doesn't matter what denomination you're a part of or what sect of Christianity you're a part of or what genre of Christianity, even if you're not Protestant, even if you're Catholic or Eastern Orthodox, I think it's plausible that someone could truly be born again. Someone be a genuine follower and believer in Jesus and be saved and on their way to heaven no matter what denomination they're a part of and no matter what they no matter what they believe about some of the secondary or answer, ancillary elements of theology i think there are people that are a part of a particular denomination but they don't actually embrace the doctrine which makes those groups flawed right i i think it's possible for someone to believe in jesus to put their whole heart and trust in Christ, to believe that he raised from the dead and to trust in Christ to save them, um, to not trust in their own works or their own abilities, their own abilities and the, to, to believe in Jesus and that Jesus would save them, that maybe they don't even realize what their denomination believes or they don't realize that it's wrong. Um, let me give you an example of this in the scripture. At the cross, Jesus is dying on the cross. The 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 person next to him, the the, the thief, uh, says, this is the son of God. And Jesus says, today you're going to be with me in paradise. Now, we don't know what the what, what the, the thief's theology was. I mean, we know that he was a thief and he was, or, or more than that, he was a, a criminal um, who was being executed for what he had done. Um, we don't, we don't know what his theology was. Um, we think maybe his theology was was totally on point and he was just making a stupid, sinful, living a stupid, sinful lifestyle. And that's how he ended up on a cross next to Jesus. Um, or maybe his theology was like super flawed and broken and off. Either way, we don't know, but we do know this, is that he believed in Jesus and that Jesus promised him eternal life. That's what we know. So 
let me give you the scenario that I think this is plausible. I think it's possible that someone is a part of a particular denomination that maybe has some significant flaws. Maybe they're a part of a denomination or some heterodox group or some sect or even a cult, and they happen to believe that Jesus is not God, right? Which we know is flawed and wrong. Jesus is God. I want to make that very clear. Maybe they don't believe he's he is God, but they have this salvation experience and they believe they come to faith in Christ and God transformed their transforms their life and God saves them. And then right after their salvation, they become that they come, they begin to learn about theology and realize, oh my gosh, I was wrong. He's actually God. Now, the fact that they changed their theology to be more accurate doesn't save them. They were already saved. In fact, this is exactly what happened with me. I didn't know that Jesus was God. Um, I thought he was just the son of God and that he was not actually divine himself, that he was a created being like the son of God, like, like just like you and I are created. And in February of 1996, as a high school student or a middle school student, I came to faith in Christ. I believed in Jesus. Um, and I believe that I had a genuine born again experience. God rescued me in that moment. And, and over the next few months, it wasn't till that summer, like, you know, over the, in July of that summer, where I was talking to my youth pastor and he said to me, well, Jesus is actually God. And I, went, well, I thought he was a son of God. And he says, well, yeah, he, he's both. And my youth pastor explained to me the Trinity and it didn't make sense to me. And he, he, he explained, we were on a mission trip in Mexico and he explained to me the Trinity. And I went, oh my gosh, that's right. That does make sense. I started reading the Bible and as a, as a, you know, I was going to my freshman year in high school and I came to understand the Trinity. I mean, as best as a, a 14 year old can understand it. Um, I came to understanding and embrace, I embraced the Trinity. I don't understand it, how it fully works, but I embraced it. And I know it to be true. Now I didn't get saved in July and August when I embraced the Trinity. I got saved in February of 1996, or I guess some would say I got saved in eternity past when God elected me to be saved, but that's a whole, that's a different podcast episode. Um, so I came to faith in Christ and I was born again, regenerated in February of 1996 when I didn't come to understand the Trinity until the summer because I just had bad theology. I needed someone to teach me. I was still saved, right? Now here's the, here's the, here's the major caveat. As I said earlier, there's a major caveat to this. If someone has bad theology and they're claiming to be a Christian and over the course of time, that person doesn't repent after being taught and confronted. Let's say there's someone who's a Mormon who comes to faith in Christ, becomes a genuine Christian, um, but they don't realize that Jesus is God and they still, they keep attending the Mormon church. And then they have a conversation when they say, hey, and, and you say to them, hey, Jesus is actually not a created being. He's actually God himself. He is God incarnate. Um, and, and, and that Mormon says, no, no, I don't believe that. And, and you, you present the scripture and they refuse to believe it. Then at that point, what I would say is this, I would question whether they were ever not truly born again in the first place. Because if you are truly born again over the course of time, when you are, when you are presented with truth, confronted with the truth of the scripture, the Holy Spirit's on the inside of you is begin to, is going to begin to change your paradigm, begin to change the way you think, begin to, begin to, going to be, begin to transform um, your, your, in your inclinations and your sentiments going to begin to remove some of those spiritual blind spots, going to be able to remove some of the obstacles between you seeing the truth over the course of time, as the Holy spirit sanctifies you and makes you more like Jesus. Eventually you're going to be confronted with the truth of the gospel or the truth that's in the scripture. And the Holy spirit on the inside of you is going to make clear to you what is true and what is not true. And the Holy spirit's going to guide you and you're going to eventually embrace the right truth. Just given enough time when confronted with the truth in the scripture, you're going to believe what is true eventually. Now, 
when it comes to some of the essential elements of the character and nature of God. I, I believe that's true. I, I, I think I think that that's what I've seen over and over again in people. The problem is if someone doesn't live long enough to reach that, they may die with bad theology, right? If someone is not being confronted with truth, maybe they're at a church that keeps teaching bad theology, they may never be taught the truth. So they're going to continue to believe the wrong thing. That doesn't necessarily mean they're not truly born again, or they're not truly saved, or they're not going to heaven. It's not what it means. But if someone is, is taught the truth on some of the essentials, like the doctrine of the Trinity, like salvation by faith alone, like um, the, you know, the, the, the deity of Christ, uh, you know, just things like the resurrection of Christ, just some of the major essential doctrines as I've talked about in, in, in a variety of episodes in the past. If someone refuses to embrace the core essential elements of faith, then you've got to question whether or not that person is genuinely born again. You got to question whether or not they're even saved at all. If they refuse to embrace the truth that's being, that they're being confronted with, as the Holy Spirit is seeking to work in their life, if they're a true disciple, then, then, then they're going to follow the ways of Jesus. They're going to listen to his words and they're going to recognize who he actually is. So I do believe it's plausible that people from all different denominations, even denominations with significantly flawed theology, there could be individual people from those denominations that do go to heaven because they just, they don't realize that they're wrong, even though they're genuinely born again. Another major caveat, I said I was going to give you one major caveat, I guess I'll give you a second major caveat, is this. There are people who claim to be Christians, claim to be followers of Christ, that they are a, that they are a part of a denomination that has significantly flawed theology, that is, that is heresy, and could impede salvation. Now, not all bad theology gets in the way of salvation, right? Not all of it does. Only a few things get in the way of salvation, right? Things like salvation by faith alone, in Christ alone, the deity of Christ, the, the, the love of God, the resurrection of Christ. Like these major core things and essential elements. If you are a part of a denomination that denies any of these and you have been follow, claiming to follow Jesus for a long time and you keep studying the scripture and you're reading the scripture, but you continually embrace the false doctrine and you de deliberately reject the truth, well, then I got to believe that you're not really a Christian because the Holy Spirit's not on the inside of you guiding you and leading you into the truth. I think it's plausible that you are deceived in the thinking you are a Christian. Jesus said this in the book of Matthew when he, when he says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter in. There's going to be people out there that say, oh, I believed in him. I said, Lord, Lord, I claimed him as my Lord. And how am I not in? Well, here's why you're not in. Because you denied some essential truths are important to the faith enough where what you believed and what you were sincerely calling out toward wasn't actually Christianity. It was something different altogether. Or you may say, Lord, Lord, you actually believe, but your heart isn't genuinely, you know, uh, uh, trusting in Christ and Christ alone. So you, you've duped yourself into believing you're Christian, but you're actually not. So to answer the question, will all, you know, will all denominations go to heaven? I don't think it matters what denomination you're part of. I think it, on an individual basis, it matters what you believe and whether or not you're genuinely regenerate. If you are claiming to be a Christian, professing to be a Christian over, over a significant period of time and you are studying the scriptures, but you are, but you are intentionally embracing doctrines that are false and contrary to the essentials of the faith, you may not realize they're false, but but you've been confronted with the truth, you've read the scriptures, and you've deliberately and intentionally embraced a doctrine that is not true, and you've deliberately and intentionally 
rejected doctrine that is true, well, I think that might be evidence that you are actually not a Christian at all. I, I don't think that embracing flawed theology causes you to go to hell, but embracing flawed theology may be the evidence that you're actually already on your way to hell. So for example, if you have a friend of yours that's a Mormon who says, I have studied the Mormon faith, I've studied the scriptures, and I agree with what the Mormons are teaching, then you would say, well, I can't believe that you are actually a Christian because what you're embracing is contrary to the Christian faith. And you can say that about about anybody from any denomination. If someone is denying something that is core to the to the foundation of the faith, then we'd have to say they're not actually a Christian, right? If a Catholic person genuinely loves Jesus and has been born again, well, of course they're going to heaven. But if there's a person that says, I've studied the Catholic faith and I believe in salvation by works, the way that many of the Catholic theologians teach us that you're saved by what you do, then we would have to say that no, you are actually not born again and not on your way to heaven because we believe that the scriptures tell us that you are not saved by by your works, but you're saved by your faith in Christ and in Christ alone. I think it's definitely possible to get to heaven with bad theology, but if you are purposely and intentionally embracing things that are contrary to the core of the faith, it might be evidence that you're actually not a true disciple, that you're actually not a true Christian at all. And the opposite is true. Just because you embrace right theology doesn't make you go to heaven. But if you are willing to embrace right theology, I think it might be, might be, again, it might be the evidence that you actually are on your way to heaven, right? It's, it's the evidence of, not the cause of. And if the Holy Spirit's living on the inside of you, I believe he's going to guide you and lead you. And if you're, if you're rejecting the prompting and the leading of the Holy Spirit, maybe it's because you're not actually regenerated. Maybe you're not truly a disciple as you think you are. Maybe you're not truly born again. And and if that's you, what I would I would challenge you, I would challenge everyone listening to this actually, to go to the Lord and say, Lord, am I truly born again? And if I'm not Holy Spirit, would you transform my heart? And, and, and would you give me the audacity, the courage, the ability to believe in Jesus wholeheartedly and sincerely, to trust in Christ and in Christ alone for my salvation? I would challenge everyone to say that prayer, to make those statements, and to seek after Jesus wholeheartedly. No matter what denomination you're a part of, I believe I believe that every person can come to faith in Christ if they choose to believe in Him. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you the ability to choose Him. Last and final fault, I promise. I know I've already said that a couple of times, but this really is the last and final fault. I think there are going to be people from lots of different Christian denominations that disagree on the non-essentials. And the answer is yes, we're going to have people from all sorts of denominations. We're going to have people who are Presbyterians, people who are Baptists. We're going to have people that are Pentecostal, some is a God. We're going to have people from all different denominations in heaven because we've got Christians that are living in all different denominations. Now, do I think there are certain denominations that are absolutely flat out wrong in their theology? Absolutely. Of course I do. I think there are lots of people that are just clearly wrong in their interpretation of the scripture. 
I think there are some people that are way too loose and way too liberal. I think there's some people that are way too fundamentalistic and way too legalistic. And I think there's a whole broad range of people with with misinterpretations caused by their own overly subject, subjective opinions and their own anecdotal experiences. But whatever the cause, there are lots of people with bad theology, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not saved. Like You may be wrong on your end times theology. You may be wrong on your Holy Spirit theology to some extent. You may be even wrong on how you view the scriptures on when it things that things like in, 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 um, inerrancy and inspiration. You could be wrong in a lot of areas and be a part of a denomination that is wrong in a lot of areas and still be uh, on your way to heaven if you have genuinely trusted in Christ and Christ alone to save you. And then the flip side is true. You could be a you could be right on every area of doctrine, and you could be a part of a denomination that is that is that has got just the best doctrine and theology out there that there is, and you could still not be on your way to heaven if you have not fully trusted in Christ and in Christ alone to save you. Friends, I challenge all of us, pursue Jesus, trust in Christ and Christ alone to save you because he is the only one that can save. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Thank you, Elizabeth, for your email. I really appreciate you and your incredible support. To everyone listening to this, if you have a question or a topic you want me to address on a future episode of the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. The best address is Hey Ortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Or you can find me on Twitter. I love to tweet. I tweet a lot. Connect with me there. My, my handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. Thanks again for listening. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.